What up, what up, what up? This is Ron coming to you live from the 505, which is Albuquerque, New Mexico, home of MMA greats John Bones Jones and Holly Holmes. Also, where dreams come true when you believe in you. Today, we are talking about long-distance relationships. It's going to get pretty sticky because some of us believe in them and some of us don't. A regular relationship can be very challenging. It takes a lot of effort, dedication, loyalty, trust, and definitely patience. But when you mix all that's needed or required with a distance barrier, things can be even more complicated. Now others may have to get involved with either watching your kids or you gotta talk to your boss about taking some extra time off of work. A long distance relationship isn't for everyone. Though love may blind you into thinking that both of you are on the same page, it's normally that one person involved giving 100% while the other is just coasting along, wasting your damn time. With any relationship, you need understanding. With a long-distance relationship, the understanding of finances, availability, willing to possibly relocate, career statuses, and family situations become extremely valuable. My question is, why get in a long distance relationship? You telling me there's nobody in your local area that you vibe with? No one that you wanna spend time with face to face? Is that once a month visual good enough for you? I am a firm believer, <laughs> let, me, let me repeat that, a firm believer that long distance relationships do not work. They are good to keep you busy for a while, perfect for wasting your time, and great for receiving unnecessary gifts and pics as entertainment. But don't just take my one-sided opinion about it. Let's hear what everyone else says about these long-distance relationships. The question is, have you ever been in a long-distance relationship? Did it work or did it not work and why? And if you haven't been in a long-distance relationship, would you even consider being in one? This should be interesting. What up, what up, what up? You on with Ron. Tell me your name and where you from. Hi, Ron. My name is Philippa. I'm from Mexico. Where you from? Mexico. Okay, okay. So the long distance relationships, did it work for you? Have you been in one? I couldn't do it. You said you couldn't do a, it? I have a single trust. And what was that? Why do you have a trust issue? Because all my birthday, she don't. Okay. So long distance, does that make a difference that you, since you have a trust issue, does it make a difference if the person is long distance or is it just people in general? Well, um, mostly, well, I guess in general because I'm, I'm setting my ways and I'm, uh, I, I'm suspicious of everything, so I don't know. You say you're suspicious of everything, huh? I'm setting my ways. <laughs> okay. So were you in a long I, distance relationship? I um, I was before. It didn't work. How long were you in a long-distance relationship? Oh, about uh, a few months, about six months, maybe. Okay, six months. That's not a few. That's 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 quite a bit of a time. How how far was the distance between it, you and I mean, the individual? Huh? How far was the distance between you and the individual you was in a relationship with? Oh, Michigan to Georgia. Okay. Georgia and Michigan. That's a long way. 
Georgia and Michigan. All right. Yeah. How, how did you meet the person to begin with? I met him uh, when I went down uh, to Georgia to see my aunt. Met him then. Okay. And everything was yeah, cool. Then I, I went... Go ahead. Yeah, it was cool at first. <laughs> what month did you say, you know what, this is not working? I feel like the third month, maybe halfway into it. All right. So what was the turnoff? You said I realized it wasn't working. Okay, you said about trust though. Huh? Was it about trust and yeah. how he made you feel? He just was lying about everything. Was he lying about simple stuff? He was lying about simple stuff, and he was lying about um, this woman that was calling him. He just was lying, so I just let it go. <laughs> okay. All right. I just let it go. So. Does that mean with, with your trust issues, I don't know if you had them before this relationship, but does that mean you'll never get in another long distance relationship again? Never. Oh, so, so you're, you're, never, ever. <laughs> you're sold that this relationship was just not for you. No, because my friends, like their husbands go off, uh, like from the service, they go and, and try to find a house for everybody. And then when the wife, finally come, he found out he was cheating on him. For a whole year, he went, he went to the house, and um, and when she was ready to come down, he had a whole girlfriend. A whole girlfriend, right? <laughs> not, 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 <laughs> yeah. a, not, a, not a half a girlfriend. He had when he got himself a whole girlfriend. <laughs> right. Whoa. A whole girlfriend. And okay. So she wanted to work, but he didn't want to, so. Mm -mm. Hey, it is what it is. Like I said, I'm the type of person I need to see, you know, what I got going on right there in front of me. I can't just try to guess or put my trust in somebody that I don't really know. Like you said, you met this individual and then all, right. all of a sudden you went back home. You didn't really get a chance to know this guy before you really got into a serious relationship with him, correct? That's true. Right, so we had a lot of phone conversations. That's true. Right, in phone conversations, you can say just about anything over the phone. Right, You're right. right. When you see somebody in person and you see what their demeanor is and you see how they're acting in person, that's a totally different situation. So, um, I apologize that that happened to you. Um, long distance relationships. I'm with you though; they do not work. I am not a fan of them, but I do appreciate you calling in and giving me your perspective on it. Okay, thank you. All right, you have yourself a Keep good night. Keep doing what you're doing. Love your videos. All right, thank you. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you. You have okay, a good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank that young lady for calling in. Like she said, uh, trust. Trust is a big issue. She does not trust the individual. And sometimes people make sacrifices. She said the dude was lying in the whole nine. So what if she did make that sacrifice and go ahead and move to the location on where he was at and all of a sudden she finds this out that that he was lying the whole time her career could have been ruined you know some people don't just take you back as easily as you think they do at your old job uh, if she had kids sometimes that would affect the children and the whole nine so it just depends on the age and where you're at in life for you to make that decision but once again what if you guys are equal you both have the same the, the, the same investment into the uh, into your careers who decides to move? 
What up? What up? What up? You're on with Ron. Tell me your name and where you from. This is Phoenix, and I'm from Detroit. All right. And you said that your man gave you a curfew. Yes. And, and you know what the funny thing is about the, this long-distance relationship that I was in? I had known him and had been with him um, for, like, off and on for 30 years. Mm. And... Yeah, and I finally made the decision that, you know, he's not going nowhere, I'm not going nowhere, it's been, this is too, too much, so I'm going to make the sacrifice, I'm going to Colorado to be with him, and I did, but my whole thing was, I'm not going to move in with him right away, okay. because we're used to being having our own space, but what ended up happening is that he wanted me to move in with him, and I moved in with him, and um, I, I took my kids too. And, you know, after a few weeks, I started to notice things like in his, in his um, behavior, his demeanor, his, you know, he, he's mean and cantankerous, you know, um, <laughs> just different things. And I, I'm a sociable person and he didn't, he's not, he's a recluse. And so he told me I had to be in the house by 12 midnight on weekends. So but it you- was one of them things where I was like, Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, but you you said you knew this guy for like thirty years though. Yep, off and on for thirty years. Um, at one point it wasn't. Um, we were in the military together, so we were always together. And then you know, life happened, and you know we end up, you know, getting out of the military. I went my way, he went his, but we was always off and on. So this this set the stage for it to be long distance. And okay. we would always vacation together. You know, when you talk about expenses, it got, it was ridiculous. Because we, we didn't go on just like small trips. We went on extravagant trips because it was a long distance situation. So we would always go, we went camping together every year. We had, we have a camping excursion that we go on every year. Right. Um, just different things like that. But, Living with him on a, you know, a, just a, a, a regular type of situation wasn't good. Yeah. Um, he's used to the, the dynamics of our relationship being, being um, to where we can um, go on trips and hang out and do these really extravagant things. Do just a normal life together every day, living in a household together. It wasn't attractive to him anymore. So when you guys would actually meet up, right? When you guys would meet up, you would meet up on these trips. You would never meet up where he lived or he would never come to where you live? Oh, no, no. We would do that, too. Okay. Would you always go to his his spot? Because that could be kind of expensive. If you have to fly and the whole nine and you're going on these separate trips, that, that could drain the bank a little bit. Yep. Yep. So we would do it, um, we would take turns, like if he came here um, to see me, um, the next time I would go out there to see him. But he was always the one, he never wanted me to pay for anything, so he, he put it the bill. I had to actually make him allow me to pay for stuff. Okay. And, you know, he, he was good in that aspect, but when it comes down to actually living with him, and being with him on a day-to-day basis, I started to see things in his personality that wasn't cool. 
you know, he was mean to me a lot. And, you know, he would wake up and watch me get dressed for work. And What what do you mean? Like watch you to to correct your outfit? He, He was trying to shut your outfit down? He was trying to shut my outfit down. He was very, I found out living with him and being with him, I found out that he was a very insecure person. Oh. Versus just meeting up and going on vacations and him coming here to visit me and me going there to visit him. He was fine. But when it came down to him actually having me on a day-to-day basis, waking up next to me every morning, he he became very insecure, very insecure person. And I don't I didn't understand it. I couldn't take it. So I did something that I probably shouldn't have did to him. Oh. Um and I left him without him knowing I was leaving. No, not, not when my boy was at work gone. and he came home and all, all your stuff was gone. You didn't, you didn't hit him while he was at work, did you? Yes, I did. <laughs> wow. Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't want any drama. I didn't want any. I just wanted to leave in a peaceful way. And I felt like that was the only way that he could have it. And the strangest thing is when I left him, he he ended up begging his way back into my life two years after that. But I had already moved on because I actually ended up staying in Colorado and getting me a house and actually loving it there. Yeah, I figured that you you had to move before a certain time because you was on a curfew anyway. So you couldn't break curfew and try to leave. (laughs) 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 Not with it. Excuse my grandkids, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Plus, uh, your clothes weren't appropriate, so you had to have the appropriate clothes on, and you couldn't move after 12 o'clock, so you had to have to get out when right. he was at work. I'm just saying. Right, just, right. Just, I didn't want any drama, because I'm a drama-free person. I don't like drama. Right. So, felt like he was a drama king, and I and I knew that it would be it would be something if I did it while he was home. I knew it was it was it was probably wouldn't have been a good situation. Yeah, I, I can understand. And, that. I understand that. If that's what made you feel more comfortable and and safe with leaving while he was at work or not in the location, then albeit, you know what? Right. Uh, there's a lot of situations where people try to move right. out and then they get caught up in either a physical altercation, a verbal altercation, and you had made up your mind that you were leaving anyway. So, yeah, you probably did the right thing right. in that situation. Right, and it, and and now like I had sacrificed so much because I uprooted my whole household, mm. all all of my children. My children were young at the time. All of my children, because he had convinced me. You know, he was like, "You should move out here because mm-hmm. you know it's a better environment." You know, because Detroit got the, the re- reputation already. Right, and you know it's a better environment. You know, he had convinced me, and so I uprooted everything, made that sacrifice moved out there and, you know, gave up my, you know, I work for the federal government, so it's not hard for me to move. It's not hard for me to transfer, but it's still a sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, because I had been working, the place I was working, I had been working there for like 20 years. Exactly. You know, and then to go to a a new place, you know, it's still government, but it's still a new place. You know what I'm saying? I left my friends, my family. You know, I only knew him. Mm. So, the long distance relationships, they only work, and I'm going to say this, because I don't want to 
be Debbie Downer on long-distance relationships, but they only work if each party is putting in the same effort towards a common goal. Correct. If you're not, you're unsure, and and I've been told this by my mom. If you see smoke, there's fire. So <laughs> if you're having some doubt about making sacrifices in this longest relationship, and you're having that in your gut, nine times out of ten, your gut is right. And you should follow your intuition because if each party is putting in the same amount of effort and working towards a common goal, and that goal is to eventually be together, right? whatever time frame you guys set it at, then that's fine. But if, if it's not being done on one part and it's being... It's hopeful on the other part. It's not gonna work. It's not going to work. I'm telling you. Yeah, it right takes now, it takes a work. lot. It it does take a lot uh, to be in a long distance relationship. It takes a lot to be in a, a relationship. Period. Not just long distance, but period. Right. And then now you put distance right. in between that as another obstacle. It takes a truly right. dedicated, strong, trustworthy individuals. To make a relationship work yeah. and you're right if you see smoke yeah. there is there's definitely fire and if you see them street lights right. come on you better get your butt in that house because that's when your curfew is <laughs> <on later>. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> i thank you for calling i apologize for hanging up on you thank earlier you. but i thank you for calling with your perspective and uh, giving us your story not a problem all right you have yourself a wonderful day over there in colorado all right, you too. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Well, there it is. She relocated herself as well as her children to a different state to be with this dude. When she got there, she realized this dude was acting shady. Not only that, he was possessive, it seemed like, and insecure. Topped with giving my girl a curfew. So I see why she had to dip on that dude while he was at work. <laughs> Let's get to the next caller. What up, what up, what up? You're on with Ron. What's your name and where you from? Jennifer, and I live in Florida. Florida. Mm -hmm. What part of Florida? Uh, South Florida. Okay, okay. Were you in a long-distance relationship? Yeah, we're at the beginning. Actually, he will. he's in Ohio, and he's going to be here on the 26th to come meet me in person first time. But I think it has its advantages, though. We've been talking. We met on TikTok. We, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Out of the blue. I never thought I would be in a long distance relationship because, but it's working because we've talked so much about what uh -huh. we want in our future. You know, we're older, our kids are grown. So I, okay. from that perspective going in and we get to know and have the conversations we probably wouldn't have if we lived in the same city. Hmm. How would you explain that? What kind of conversations would you have online or on the phone that you can't have face-to-face? -face? Well, because now people nowadays, they just want to date to date. They don't want to date for the future. We want to date to get married and be forever. We don't want okay. just to be another date. So I, my opinion, and we, him and I have discussed this many a times, we're, we know what we want, you know, and we go over just different things and the intimacy the deep intimacy is going to come when he gets okay. but it's 
it's more on a deeper mental level and we can have these conversations and i think having them in front versus getting to know someone and then being with someone and then something just makes you mad and says okay we don't want to talk anymore but right. there's a purpose to what we're doing we, a lot of people just date to date just to say their girlfriend boyfriend no we're dating right. to marry and forever so i think on that point it's working for us right now and i think so you say you say you're from florida right yeah but you're originally from like boston or new jersey <laughs> which one neither one rhode island Rhode Island. I know you was up. You was up there somewhere because you got that Boston accent. Um, okay. So when it comes to you communicating with that individual, do you think? And I know you're getting married, but do you think not being a part of someone's life on an everyday basis that you really know the person that you are going to marry because you guys haven't lived with each other? Well, for a certain period of time to, to know each other, we are going to live together. He's gonna. He's coming here. And then he's going to eventually move here. But we're not going to be the boyfriend-girlfriend for a long time. We're going to do it just enough so we know that we can live under the same roof. But I, okay. think, I think we've covered a lot. We've, we've done, we've made, we talk in the morning on his way to work. Mm -hmm. And we say goodnight to each other in the evening. And we'll talk throughout the day, either text or whatever. But we do a lot of this face-to-face. All the okay. Time. That's a definite twice a day, and we have the tough conversations, the fun conversations. Like we could talk about anything. So I think that's where the advantage is, and that's where I am right now on the thinking. Because I never thought I could have a long distance. Because myself and him are both like you. The touch we need that person there, but I think because of what we want. And if you really think about it, if you truly want a forever, you'll go through whatever you have to do to get it. And I think True. I think that's what makes it work. <laughs> oh, okay. If you got it down to a science, uh, I, I, I agree with you. But many of people have been in relationships, not just long distance, but face to face when you see a certain thing because you're blinded that this is where I need to go. But then once you get there, it's not, it's like a destination out of hell. Once you get there, you're like, what the heck is this? This is not what I, what I envisioned in this magazine. Like, like ordering clothes. And I'm not comparing your man or your relationship right. to ordering clothes, but you see it online and you're just like, oh, man, I've been looking at this online for a while. I got to get it. Yeah. Then once it gets to your house, you're like, what the hell is this? Right, right. You see what I'm saying? So right. you just have to make sure that, you're doing it right when you guys relocate that you get to know that person because they say 37% of relationships that come together after being long distance do not work within three months of the relocation. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't, I, don't, and I don't pay attention to statistics myself personally. And that's like mm -hmm. anything in the world. It just, I just don't pay attention. I, do, I, I, I agree. I do what I believe. He believes we've been through the good, the bad, the ugly. We tell, I feel we've let our guard down and we've talked about everything and we've had honest communication. I believe right. from the us. So 
Well, I wish you guys the best and definitely hit me up, especially after you guys been together for a little bit in the same location and give me an update on how your relationship is going. Yeah, thank you very much. Now, that was some positive feedback from that young lady. Her and her man are moving forward, talking about getting married, making those steps. Hopefully it works out for them. Let's get to the next caller. What up? What up? What up? You are on with Ron. What is your name and where you from? It's me, Anna, and I'm in California. California? Cali. Have you been in a long-distance relationship before? No. Would you ever I would. decide to be in a long-distance relationship? Absolutely. Okay. What do you think it takes to uh, have a successful relationship long-distance? And why would you even consider it? Um, I think it depends on two things, trust, communication, clearly financial situation. And my son is counting what I'm saying here. There's so many elements that go into play. I I think first and foremost is absolutely trust, right? It's getting to know somebody and then what your like long-term goals are. Like is a person ready to, relocate as a person ready to be married it's just a it's a gamut of questions and desires and you know future goals right but i do think it's i think it's feasible i think it's possible (laughs) anything's feasible or possible but probable you know what i mean in today's society and i'm not knocking anybody that has a long distance relationship but there's a lot of things involved there's time uh, a lot okay. of people are busy. A lot of people, especially in my age, are stuck in their careers or they're at the, towards the end of their career. And there's the financial aspect of it. You know that what would, I mean? Yep, what, that would definitely be me because I'm in the 50 range. Right. So you being in, in the 50 range and you, let's say you're still working, you're working towards a retirement. Let's say this person is not even trying to relocate. Who trumps, what job trumps whose job? Right. You know what I mean? So that, that can be like a like an issue. It could. And do you wait until after somebody retires to actually be with each other? Uh, I don't know about that. Do you know I think it's really cool about this pandemic? The only thing that's cool is there are situations where people that work from home permanently and they're able Correct. to work remotely so they can move wherever they want. So there are... They could. Mm-hmm. So there's definite working, advantages. Hold on. Working and moving is two different things. You're going to, uh, and especially like a lot of people now, they have kids. So you're going to up and move, relocate all your children, <laughs> relocate your children in the whole nine for a potential love for somebody no. that you probably don't even know that. You're one. right. You're right. And I think at the end of the day, what really happens is that when two people connect and there is a, um, not, not just a, a con- not just an, an emotional connection, but a, um, a spiritual connection, then you can definitely have trust in one another, get to know each other. Um, I don't know. I, for me, I think long distance relationships are pretty fucking cool. Only okay. because you get to learn, you get to learn that person before you say, you know what, that's the one. Yeah. I, my point was, I think that a, a long distance relationship is good because you can learn one another. You can be, become friends with somebody. Okay. You know the person from a distance, but you don't know face-to-face because they have been at a distance. That's a fact. I think it's just preference. 
I get you. But all right. I thank you for chiming in, giving yeah. me your perspective. Have a good one. Um, well, that was Anna from California, and she has a positive outlook on long-distance relationships, even though she has never been in one. So far, we've heard from both sides of the spectrum. Let's take the next caller to see in what direction they will go in. What up? What up? You're on with Ron. Tell me your name and where you from. Tara. My name's Tara from Illinois. Okay. But what part of Illinois? I'm about an hour north of St. Louis. Okay. All right. So long distance relationships. Do they work? Do they not work? Have you been in one? How did that pan out for you? Well, it didn't pan out. So I met this guy. We started seeing each other. He lived in New Jersey. I live in Illinois. And I seen him a couple times. We talked on the phone. We FaceTime. And over time, he just quit responding and, and quit messaging me. And so it just kind of faded out. And then a month went by and I just gave up. And then, boom, out of the blue, he decides to say, hey, happy 4th of July. Why are you in the <laughs> He said, where you at, girl? Fun. <laughs> Hi. Okay. How long were you in a long-distance relationship with him, bro? Uh, like two months. That's a long time. <laughs> I mean, and, like, I drove, I drove from Illinois to New Jersey, and then I flew to New York and met him there. And I stayed like five days each time, but we talked a lot and, you know, he acted like he was all in guys, man, they lie a lot. Just if everybody, <laughs> if everybody just be honest, it'd be such a better place, but you know, yeah, but you gotta understand it's, it's long distance. You know what I mean? Uh, they might lie to you from the start and not thinking that it was going to progress into anything else. But like I said, there's always that one person in a long distance relationship that puts in a hundred percent and the other one is putting in like, 40, 50, 60%. I agree with that. So once you once you started boosting your your worth or your, your vision of the relationship from 100% to like 110, 120, you're sucking up his 20, 30% that he's not putting in. And he had to bail. Because after a few months for him to just up and leave and, and ghost you, and then have the nerve to come back, like he went Bye. on a summer trip. I'm like, well, a month had passed. I haven't heard... And he actually apologized. He's like, I'm really sorry. You know, I shouldn't have left you hanging. I'm like, I didn't even know what to say. Because I was like, you know, it's been a month. You know, it takes yeah. seconds to text me back. You know, if, if you didn't want this, you, he says, I said, I thought we had a good connection. He's like, we did. I'm like, then what happened? You know, at, at our age, it's hard. It's hard to date, let alone long distance. I mean, I think long distance definitely puts a strain. On any relationship, because you're going to be wondering what they're doing. You don't know what they're doing every day, talking to you, right. dick behind your back, or whatever. So it definitely puts us. I think I think you both have to be committed. I think it can work temporarily, but I think eventually, you know, you're going to have to get closer together to make it last. And I think I think it's a good thing. Like the other lady was saying, it does make you slow down and allows you to actually get to know each other. So because you're forced, you know, you can't you can't just you know drive over to their house. I mean, that's right. nine hundred miles away. So, yeah, but that's kind of bad though. Because what if you decide to relocate, you drive over to their house, and it is junky? You see what I'm saying? Like they live in flat. You know what I mean? Right. You don't get to see that prior to because that might be a deal breaker for someone. Online, you see what you see right now. You see my face, but you never know if I got like holy draws on or my house is like not good right now, not in good good conditions. Right. Right. 
Well, I mean, so it, if you have a relationship, you've actually met at some point. Yeah, but I could meet you someplace else. You don't necessarily have to come to my house. I can meet you like, True. I'll meet you halfway. We meet in Kansas City or someplace like that. And that's how we meet. And then one day you try to come to my home and then you're like, Mama Dam is over there in the, in the corner. You know, the house is junky and so forth. You don't really get to know that person because you go through things, but you don't see the actual person. You just see what you envision on social media. That's true. Like my spit game, when I come to talking on the phone, you know how back in the days you was on the phone and you had the slow jams in the back and whatever mood that the slow jams was giving you, that's what you would spit. Like, hey, girl, I'm going to give you the world, the moon, the stars, and everything. But then when they're in person, totally different person than who you are talking to on the phone or chatting with online. Right? Yeah. So how do you really get to know a person? And it depends on how often do you get to see this person? Once a month, is, is that good enough for you? I, I just don't, I don't, I don't get it. No, but if, uh, if you two really are attracted to each other, you'll each make an effort. Like, I'm in Philadelphia all the time. You know, where okay. I'm in Philly, he's like 35 miles away. Because I actually mess with him. I come by your house and get my stuff, nothing. Because I left some stuff there because flying back and forth, you know, there's some, I'm just going to start taking a small bag. So, you know, hairspray, mousse, you know, girly stuff. Mm -hmm. You can't carry on the plan. I'm just going to leave that there. And I was like a blanket and some clothes. Because, you know, I was planning on going back, you know, because we were, he was, he seemed like he was all in. You know, like, which probably should have been a red flag that he was all in that fast. So, yeah. Well, you live and you learn. But uh, the question is now, since you've been through that situation, would you ever decide to get into another long distance relationship? And if so, what would you do differently? I don't know. I said I wasn't going to, and then I started seeing somebody in Philly. So, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where he was in Philly, right? No, he was actually in New Jersey. Well, you should just say, "Hey, take my stuff over to my new dude's house." <laughs> so then, when I go see him, I can just pick up my stuff. Right. Well, he's gone too, so I don't know. And so I'm like, now I'm seeing a guy in St. Louis. I'm going to go see him actually here in a little bit. But it's like, I don't know. I am so honest and straightforward, and it's hard to find that. And, like, I had this one guy, well, women don't know how to take rejection. I can take rejection. What I can mm -hmm. take is bullshit. Be straight up and honest. I can take that and accept it. But don't sit here and tell me all this crap and then just ghost me. Just be honest. Be straight up. I, I'm an adult. Take that. I'm telling you, the spit game now online. When it comes to texting, messaging, and being online, hey, some people are professionals. You could put words together and have you thinking that you struck gold. Hey, this is the one right here. He's saying all the right things, but you are not paying attention to those flags because fl the flag is, is raised. But sometimes we get clouded into looking past the flags into – all right, if if there are a couple of flags, can I look past those flags? Maybe he said he had a job. He said he was a lawyer, but he was working at, like, the bank or something like that. He was kind of in financial, you know what I'm saying. Uh, you can look past that. Or he said he had one kid, but maybe he's got, like, five kids. Uh, you can, might look past that. But when he starts speaking this, this game to you, you start falling into it because now you're 
that one week turns into a, two weeks to a month, two months and so forth, you invested that sweat equity is invested into that relationship where you wanted to work and you look past those flags. If that person was in your same city, your same town, you can easily figure that out. Right. But once they're long distance, that's when it puts the wrench into it. So you got to be all in or not in at all. See, I live in Hillshire Farms, Illinois. And okay. there, there aren't a whole lot of eligible bachelors here to date. I mean, unless I'm looking at farmers only, which I'm not, because that's all that's here is cows and corn, right. you know. And I don't know. This guy that I was dating in New Jersey just seemed like Mr. Right because, like, he had a good job. He's educated. He's got his own place. He doesn't have a car, but that's a New York thing because nobody out there really has a car. He just moved from Brooklyn. Right. And he's got one child, one, same age as mine. His daughter's 25. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, he seemed to, like, all the check marks, and same for him for me. You know, I'm educated. I don't need anybody. I'm wanting someone. Right. And so we kind of seem like we actually match it. Because I've, I've actually seen a lot of guys the last year and a half since I've been actively dating again, since I got my kid out of the house. <clears throat> and it's just, there's not a whole lot of guys that come across that I'm like, man, you, there's, like, an actual attraction. And they fit the bill. And, they, and so it's, it's hard to find. You know, yeah. what you're attracted to and they have all the check marks and they meet the criteria that you're looking for to try to build something and then just go on. Right. So so then begin, uh becomes a long distance relationship, but it's going to take time. You have to spend some time getting to know that person that you're going to be in a relationship with. So that was Tara from Illinois. I thank her for calling in. What a wonderful soul. She does host a Cocktails and Convo on Instagram Live every Friday night, I think 9 o'clock Eastern Time. If you have time, check her out. Check her out. Very fun, very fun environment. Make sure you join them. Uh, they put on a wonderful show over there. Now, I conducted a survey on Instagram asking the same question. Have you ever been in a long-distance relationship before? Did it work or did it not work and why? And if you haven't been in a long-distance relationship, would you consider being in one? 68% of people polled said that they either have or would consider being in a long-distance relationship, leaving 32% saying, no, it's just not happening. Here's how I feel about it. No matter if it's a face-to-face -face relationship or a long-distance relationship, two key requirements to possess is effective communication and trust. How can you completely trust someone you don't even know? I don't believe you can get to know a person unless you spend quality time with that person. FaceTime and other online chatting is cool, but it will never replace the face-to-face, eye-to-eye communication. Video chat, to me, is simply hearing an explanation on someone's day. I don't really have time for that. Texting will eventually get old. The conversation of whose career is more important will have to happen, meaning that one of you that has invested so much time in their career will possibly have to start all over again. I am 48 years old. I am already established and stubborn in my ways. I am not relocating. And I would be selfish to ask someone to relocate and alter their lives for me. My love language is physical touch. I need to feel and smell the person I'm with. Looking at someone online will drive me nuts over time. A pic won't take care of the loneliness and seeing each other once or twice a month could never replace the one-on-one, face-to-face personal communication for me. 
If a long-distance relationship has worked for you, congratulations. If not, I know why. (laughs) Do me a favor, reach out to someone that you haven't reached out to in a very long time to check up on them. You never know what they might be going through. Until next time, I thank you guys for your support. I'm going to holler at you.